is a legend of war. A soldier without a country. You know his name. And you know what he's capable of. Live for nothing. Or die for something. Go ahead. Make my day. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen, Coriander and Killian. We're back at it, baby. We're back. <laughs> yeah. And we're, and we're ready uh, to talk about Rambo 4 um, from 2008. So this is going to be fun. Uh, I'm really excited about it. We're getting near to the end of our Rambo coverage. It's going to be great. Um, let's do a quick take to get things started off. And then we do have a little moment for us, a special person that was in the franchise for a while. And we'll, we'll get to that uh, in a minute, but kill, let's start with you. Rambo four. What do you think of this movie? What's a quick take on it for you, man? I, I love this movie. You know, it had mm -hmm. been, a, the, I guess the longest hiatus for, yeah. for this uh, franchise, you know, going from the third installment to this one and i still has it man it's just a return to form and people just just leave this man alone like i mean like really like you know like just leave this man in peace you know he's right. trying to find his peace he's trying to find his zen and yes. they keep pulling him back in right they need right, the right. best right they do <laughs> uh, how about how about you coriander I mean, yeah, Rambo, I mean, he's a fucking fighting machine at any age, I tell you. It, it was awesome. And, yes. I mean, again, it's a solid, simple story. It's intense. Yes. It's mm -hmm. shocking. And, yeah, like Killian, I love it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, for me, man, this, <laughs> Jesus, Sylvester Stallone, man, that's all I got to say. It's crazy because... You know, when this yeah. movie came out, you still had a, a, a question. You're like, can he can he come back? I mean, it was such a long hiatus, like you said, Kill. And he came back, and it was like, holy shit! I mean, somehow this he is was like able. This like the best to, one. I'm it, sorry, it, but it's like it's, one of the best ones. It, it was unbelievable what this movie was able to do, and they treat it, and we'll talk about that once we get into everything proper. But they treated it. Yeah in a realistic type of way because obviously he's older yeah. in this movie so so some things you could you, they handled it the right way is all i'm going to say we'll talk about that as we get into it but real quick in the chat before we start our intro with our special little moment that i i have here for you guys let's see who we got in the chat uh let's see oh we got cryptomerias in the chat saying so tired but worth staying up for oh wow thanks so much thank you we we appreciate that we we enjoy having right. you guys here with us that's what makes this so much fun thank you so much 
uh, saying yay. <laughs> That's too funny. We appreciate that. Seriously, Crypto, we really do. Uh, my man Eric, the champion of the people, is here saying this was epic seeing it in the theater. My friend literally stood up and cheered after the decapitation and the insanity that followed oh, during the final act. I bet. I bet. Uh, Eric saying the buildup for the violence. Uh, was being made for Coriander ever since you guys started with First Blood. Was the build-up worth it? Was the build-up worth it, Coriander? Ah, uh, yes. It was <laughs> the best. Hey, yeah. crazy hey, shit. We still got yeah, one I, more movie, Coriander. You know, yeah, we do. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that even that is going to top this? Look, man, we, we wow. got another one coming up, man. Wow, it's all I have Coriander, Coriander, one thing I'll say is this. You will never hear a certain Doors song and think of it the same way again. That's right. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Good look at that. Nice. Good look at You up. will hear that song and you will remember. Yes, <laughs> you will remember. Uh, my man, Jason. Jason's in the chat from the J-Man's Movie Cave. Another big Stallone fan. Awesome to see you, dude. Saying vicious, brutal, and maybe the best directed Stallone film. I agree with you, dude. Yeah. There's no doubt. No doubt about that, brother. Uh, and let's see, we got uh, Prometheus is in the chat saying, hell no, I wa- it wasn't too violent. Hello, Nightwatch, Corey, and Killian the Terminator. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, Eric saying, between this and Rocky Balboa, Stallone hit two home runs with two at the time final chapters. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely. Mr. Dan's in the chat saying, are you bringing guns? Then you're not changing a damn thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. I didn't see this until 2018 when a friend gave me his DVDs compared uh, to some of the news stuff I'm involved in. It's par for the course. I hear you, Krypta. Uh, we got my man Frank. Frank's in the chat, too, from The Harsh Truth, saying, I thought it was good. It pays respect to the core of the character that the film gave us. I agree. Yeah. I really agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, my man Rusty's in the chat too saying not a big Stallone fan but I do love Rambo not too violent at all there you go man good for you man I hear you okay guys you know what we gotta do we're gonna take a quick second to finish getting set up but we also have a little moment here that I thought was really cool in the movie and uh, as my brother said and, and it's funny because we've been doing two franchises at the same time and they literally have two of the best hype men of all time <laughs> And here's the late, great Richard Crenna. You know what time it is. Terminator calling Raven. Come on, Raven. What am I? You made me this way. A full-blooded combat soldier. You just don't turn it off. Talk to me, Johnny. You just don't turn it off! It's over! Nothing is over! (laughs) When are you going to come full circle? I know the reasons you're here. Aren't you curious to see how things might have changed back home? They're up, Jack. You're always going to be tearing away at yourself until you come to terms with what you are. Until you come full circle. So you're just going to stay here forever. Josh! John Rambo! John? John Rambo? I'm a man of my word. Hey. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead or alive, consider this home. No killing the vibe in the night watch zone. Xenomorphs hype when the lights come on. Hit like and subscribe as the show might blow. Go viral, no COVID. It's a spiral, emotions, hand on the Bible. Only go sign in the dopest survivals. Better tune in, yeah, you know it's vital. From Swartz to negative, Kane Hodder. Corey G down to Harry Potter. Shit's the Gorny Weevil of the night watch zone. Come with me to the night watch zone. Alright, alright, let's get down to brass tacks, my man Richard Crenna. Um, real quick too, Eric was saying, I love how Stallone added in the alternate ending to First Blood into that nightmare Rambo was having. It perfectly fit, yes, having Troutman shoot him. Good eye, Eric, you're alright, man. Good eye. Um, Cryptomeria said, I am all of Hollywood is weird, but he is pretty low-key. Yes, I hear you, man. All right, so Kill, let's start this thing off, man. As the movie started, once again, we're seeing John Rambo trying to live his best life in peace. What were you thinking of how this thing started off? You know, I mean, he, he has obviously stayed in, in Asia. Uh, he's living close to Burma now. And, I mean, you know, in the last movie, he was with the monks, and, you know, they, they pull him back in. And in this one, he's just kind of, you know, he, he's a bushman. He goes into the bush. He brings back, you know, dangerous reptiles and gets paid that way. And he, he has a boat and he just is living a very just low key, just calm, peaceful existence, trying to stay away from war, stay away from America and just craziness. And and also the demons of his past, perhaps his his family and so forth. And once again, man, just like, you know, uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver in the Aliens movies, you have a character here that's known nothing but turmoil. He was a POW. He's only known war, death, his loss of friends. And he's just trying to find some semblance of peace. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, and they, they just won't let him have it. <laughs> they won't. They won't. Um, and Coriander, and I thought to you, I mean, it, the beginning of it, like Killian was saying, it's just interesting to see how he is living. You know what I mean? What What were you thinking about it? Because again, this is your first time watching this, and what What were your thoughts in the beginning and how things started off for him? I mean, I thought it was suitable. You know, he's yeah, doing his thing and uh, crazy catching these dangerous snakes and shit. Holy, mm -hmm. like he can do anything and everything. It's like. How did he know how to do these things? I mean, if I went out to catch a snake like that, I'd get killed. You know, yeah. so this guy can do anything. And yeah, I just thought, yeah, it was great how it started out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one thing that I noticed, too, and, and you guys can chime in if you want, but the fact that he's he's still... Um, helping people he's still charitable yeah. you know he's fishing and he's giving what his catches to others to other uh you know folks that are less w well off than him and and so forth and so forth so it's like he still has that and i think frank might have said it earlier or eric or someone talking about you still paying respect to the core of his character you know uh, we talked about yeah. this in, Ra in rambo 3 when when that famous line in the movie saying he he never draws first blood you know and the same thing uh, in this movie obviously even more years later but he's living peacefully and of course things 
you know present themselves and then you have uh julie benz and and the peacekeepers um that basically come to him asking for you know him as as a boatman kill at this point in the movie what what were you thinking you know as soon as that happened i was just like hey, here we go here we go yeah, man look you know my hat is off to the peacekeepers you know for, right for the work the work they're trying to do i commend them but yes. if you go to a local and especially if the local if he's an expat you know like oh you're an american okay you know whatever and they tell you like look <laughs> this is not a good idea you might not want to do this you're not going to change anything unless you're bringing them weapons mm-hmm. you might want to listen to that man you, right. you might want to listen to that man because no matter how benevolent of an act, act of charity you're trying to do, you're going to a bad place where, you know, and once again, you know, I love how the Rambo movies show the viewer a part of the world or a conflict that they may have no idea is even going on. And they right. don't shy, and they don't shy away from sugarcoating anything. They're like, Look, this, this is Burma. They will make child soldiers out of you. Women are killed, raped. Kids are killed. Villages are massacred. Curry. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and the thing is, it's just perpetually going on. And and your boy there, oh my god, that face. <laughs> right. That says it all. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just you know the, the the these peacekeepers are trying to do a good thing, but it's not going to work here. It really isn't right. going to work here. So so I'm looking at them and I'm just like you catalyst, catalyst, catalyst. Julie Benz, you're a catalyst. And okay, you know now now we see the the motivation to wake the sleeping giant in Rambo. Yeah, yeah. these peacekeepers. And- and, and the thing of it too is that he he turned them down. He flat turned them down, and and that was that was pretty much it. But then uh, you saw that scene where uh, Julie Benz playing Sarah came to him in 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 the storm, a rainstorm. It was just basically just laying it out on the line. And you know, and again, these are Rambo movies, so I'm not trying to get all deep and all that type of stuff. But again, the character does represent. Um, certain values and so forth and it was almost like she she, it's almost like she reignited some of his humanity a little bit because she she gave him that whole concept of living for something you know what i'm saying and of course we know that famous moment uh you know further into the movie when he says it uh to uh um lewis played by Graham McTavish. So anyways, but Coriander, how about you? I mean, as far as all this setup, this is the plot. This is how we're going to get Rambo into the action. What did you think of that compared to the other movies? I, I, I love this movie from start to finish. So I thought that, yeah, how they did it was, it was perfect because, and using her and her whole speech to get him into it was, yeah, it was great. Yeah. I bought yeah. it. Absolutely. Uh, real quick, too, in the chat, I want to and I'll answer something to that, too, that just came to my mind. Slasher Fred was saying that the movie originally was uh, going to be called John Rambo. It's funny. And that's true. And I remember that. And it's actually known as John Rambo in some territories and some some is just Rambo four and some is just Rambo. So, you know, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, Crypto Mary saying out of all the stars that have filmed uh, on Vancouver Island, he's the most respectful. He still invests in the local economy, but is the type of guy not wanting it to be out there. Nice. I did not know that. Yeah. 
Very, very cool. I believe it too. Um, right? Eric saying the man is just broken, has no love for life anymore. In my opinion, it shows very early when the missionaries want to change the world, and he responds with "F the world." Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Prometheus saying he was just living his best life, trying not to think about killing people in very creative ways. Yeah, that's part of it too. Keep keeping the the beast caged, so to speak. And he deals with that, you know. DMC's in the chat. What's going on? Saying, "Hey, night, Killian Hello. Grander." Hey. A great film, action packed. I had no complaints. Complaints. Yeah. Me neither, man. Me neither. Right. Uh, Dan was saying, I think they encountered some actual refugees from the Burma conflict during filming, which influenced the realism. I heard that too. Yep, I heard that too. And we do have a couple of fun facts too that we're going to throw out. But one thing I wanted to say too, uh, Coriander, from what you were saying, you know, he he definitely um, holds on to to those morals you know that is that's what defines his character and the fact that she ignited that in him i guess what i'm trying to say is this movie and we'll get into the ranking of the franchise you know um once we finish the franchise but this movie had a lot of depth to it you know as far as for a rambo movie you know what i mean like you you had some good acting moments some good dramatic moments it felt some good so real. it I did mean- it did. I think that's it, what made it so awesome because, yeah, it just felt so real. It <laughs> did. Crazy. And kill when we get to this part with the with the pirates. I mean that mm. that scene was just really tense, man. What what were you yeah. thinking in that scene? Man, it, it was extremely intense because he knew exactly what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. He knew he knew the character of these men. He knew how cutthroat they were. I mean, they are called pirates, for God's sake. Take that, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean stuff out of your head. Pirates right. will kill you and take anything you have, okay? Mm-hmm. And he knew it. And, of course, the, the worst possible scenario, they started looking at Julie Benz. Yeah. And they're like, Being oh, woman. Yeah, man. we want her now. And and he knew exactly what would happen to her. Julie ben, ben, Benz knew what would happen to her. And like you said, Kill, this was such an intense scene. And Rambo did exactly what I hoped he was going to do. And he did it efficiently and quick. And... Yeah. And you know, and then your boy, you know, I hope I'm not jumping too far ahead, but your boy, the the leader of the 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 first you know expedition here, him, he's like, "What are you doing?" And, and I'm going to report you. And like, he had to tell him, like, "Look, do you realize they would have raped her 50 days from Wednesday, and right. then probably slit her throat and threw her in the river? Like, yep. sit down and shut up." And he's like the only one that felt he wanted or needed to say something. Everyone else probably knew exactly what was going to happen and they yeah. really didn't say anything but they also are religious people so yeah any and, death you know it's like oh you should have done that but yeah yeah in this particular case you should have your options yeah, yeah well, shit happens and your options are very <laughs> small and and the other thing too and again stallone directed this he did a, to me did a fantastic job yeah. with the with they the do. acting the action the set yeah. pieces and you gotta remember this is still one of those movies where you're on the ground running. This is real settings, real jungle, real shit. You know, not a lot of CGI 
this and that and all that. But anyways, what I was going to say was when that guy started talking all that religious stuff and Stallone grabbed him and said, he said, who are you? You know, who are you? And, and, and you know, and it was kind of like, yeah, you know, and it was like, again, this this movie had a lot of good moments. It really, really did. And I got to give Stallone a hell of a lot of credit for it. Um Let's see. I just want to catch up with these guys for a second. Rusty was saying the original First Blood always gave me the same feeling as the original Walking Tall. Hence the Rambo series being my favorite of his. And in general, for this genre, it's righteous violence. Yeah, it, it definitely is. There's no doubt about that. No doubt. Uh, Crypto was saying having someone like that in our corner is like being a superhero. He really is like Rocky or Rambo. He is the real guy who cares. Yeah, that and and that is awesome, you know. I mean, yeah, it yeah. really is. And and obviously, and we've talked about this. I mean, Sylvester Stallone was one of my favorite uh, actors of all time, and so many great moments of his in his filmography. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and real quick too, uh, Kill. Once we get to this part, so he he takes care of the pirates, and I thought that was really just so realistic like coriander was saying it just felt real we basically get to the point where the peacekeepers go they do their thing and it goes bad it turns sideways quick man i mean when 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 the when the military comes in that was one of the most brutal scenes it's like a freaking i don't even know like an eight minute scene something like that i mean everybody was dying including kids and they were showing it what were you thinking in this scene kill because this scene to me made this movie and and i'm trying to be a little witty about it but it's like the greatest slasher film of all time just because of this scene alone what were you thinking i I mean it's uh it's it's extremely sad it's graphic yes and, and it's horrible and the way they filmed it they wanted you to feel that yeah, you know they didn't want to Hollywood sugarcoat it, and the leader of the the the, the army battalion, he's just in the mm-hmm. jeep, just kind of you know the guy with the sunglasses, just kind of looking yeah. like it's it's Wednesday to me. This right, is nothing. Right. I will I will burn this village and fifty others that look exactly the same. Kill all the men, women, and take the young boys as my new crop of soldiers. And yes. there's nothing anyone can do. Yes, you know, yes. They, they, you know, there's nothing, you know, they, they, these 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 people here have no Rambo of their own. Right. It was one of the yeah. most intense, one of the most intense, like war scenes that I might have ever seen. Like just, you know, that that snippet of it, whatever it was, eight minutes worth or whatever. It was I, I actually and, and this is coming from a person, as we all know, all three of us are horror movie fans even as a really big horror movie fan there were a couple times when i had to kind of not look away but i definitely had to kind of be like oh crap you know what i mean and um you know again it was just it was just badass how about you coriander uh what'd you think of that scene how did it hit hit you yeah it like killian said it's it's sad you know you feel so bad for these people because i mean they don't they don't even know it's coming and then all of a sudden boom you're getting killed mm. you know and yeah yeah it's it's it was crazy and so graphic and i mean you and these people enjoyed these people who are in this army with this fucking dictator dude i mean mm. they enjoy it they're the fact yeah. that at one scene you've got 
you know, they make these guys run in the water and they're throwing bombs, you know, and it's like, yeah. oh my God, it's like a game for them. And it's, yeah. it's yeah. sick. I mean, it really, sh- it really showed the depth of evil. I mean, and 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 I th- and I think, Kill, I think you were saying in our Rambo three episode how they just keep elevating the villains and the evil and this and that. And I, I gotta admit, man, this was even this was even worse was. to me. I don't want to give and, and and again for you guys too. I don't want to give things away as far as how we're gonna rank these things. But as far as that elevation of evil, this one definitely hit it. But. Then we get, and I'll throw this to you, Kill. Then we get to the scene, which, you know, you know me, I'm pretty nostalgic and, and you know, all that good stuff. But we get to that scene where, and we, we played a little bit of the clip earlier in the intro, where, you know, he's basically having the nightmare, you know, and we have the flashbacks to everything that he had gone through, the flashbacks of Troutman and stuff like that. First of all, how did that scene hit you? And of course, that's when we find out that the peacekeepers, he finds out that the peacekeepers were in trouble. Uh, I thought it was a great scene and a great uh, um, homage and, you know, salute to Richard Crenna and to the uh, Troutman character. And, you yes. know, also, it gives you a glimpse into, you know, uh, John Rambo's PTSD because he yes. is suffering from immense PTSD. Absolutely. He was a POW and he probably has nightmares every single night. Mm-hmm. Um, and whereas some people that, that, you know, might go through that, you know, they might become an alcoholic or a drug abuser. The way he copes with it is just trying to find Zen and trying to find like, you know, peace and a, a modest living a modest life. And just also trying to stay away from people as much as possible. Um, so it was a great scene. And it also just, you know, once again, illustrates his own kind of mental state you know with the, the things that he sees and feels when he tries to close his eyes yeah absolutely how, how about you coriander what would you think of that scene and how it played out it was great i mean it also shows you too that the type of relationship that he had with with you know yes. troutman and mm-hmm. yeah i mean these two together they're they're awesome and it's a bummer that he wasn't you know around for this one too but yeah. Yeah, like you said it was a it was a good tribute. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I def I definitely I definitely think it was and I remember when I was watching it man and I mean again I'm not you know, I'm not ashamed to say it, but it, it got it got me, you know, in the feels because I was just thinking not only uh, about these characters, but as a fan watching these movies since I was like friggin' what kill? Like I was eight seven eight nine years old you know and you were yeah. younger i mean we've been watching these movies for so long and so you followed these guys you followed rambo and troutman and you know how strong of a connection was so it was a good tribute but it also like you said to kill shows what goes on in his head um yeah. real quick too in the chat eric was saying rambo is truly scary at times in this and i never realized how huge stallone truly was physically until this and rocky balboa he's just a giant among men in those two films absolutely there's no doubt about that crypt is saying no matter how hard to see it is make believe i think if a movie can make people think um if this is what it takes for people to watch the news and think about reality then we need films like this that's a good point that's a very good point. point Yeah. And, you know, and I think that that was a big thing that Stallone really looked at this series and hoped that that it would do. Matter of fact, and we've got a fun fact. I think it's one of the first fun facts we've got, uh, Coriander, and it talks a little bit about that. 
what his concept for this movie was. So great comment, great comment. Eric saying uh, this Burma massacre scene rivaled Saving Private Ryan and the scene at Omaha Beach, if you ask me, in its brutality. It did. It did. Yeah. It really, really did. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric saying, why was this villain especially evil? Because the actor downplayed it. He wasn't over the top. Like Killian said, it was just Wednesday to him. That's true, exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and Eric, met brother... Because there wasn't any giant monologuing, there wasn't any ha 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 ha, ha. Yeah. You know, not that any of the villains in any of these Rambo movies have been like that mustache twirling villain. But yeah. for this guy, the the way that this actor portrayed it, you yeah. felt like, oh, he's really, you know, like uh, this tyrant general and just killing these mm-hmm. people. They mean nothing to him. So he yeah. doesn't have to, to get upset or raise his voice because they're nothing to him. Yeah. And... It, that's what truly like makes experience. it scary. Yeah. Right. So yep, that absolutely. too. Yep. Uh, Cryptomera saying fighting through PTSD is something that needs to be addressed more. The war never leaves you. Very true. It's yeah. very true. I, I totally agree with that 100%. DMC saying, I like how Sarah's character shines a light into his dark world. Absolutely. And I think that that was a really cool thing that they showed, you know, and it was very subtle. You know, again, nothing was really over the top, even though the action, you know, in a movie like this can be. But there was a lot of gritty grittiness to it and realism to it as well, uh, as much as it could be. Uh, Dan saying the banality of evil. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Prometheus saying Julie Benz can light up any room. She's a great actress, man. And we've, we've yes, seen her. We've seen her in a lot of good. Yeah, she's yeah. done a lot of great stuff. Yep. Uh, Rusty saying, quite underplayed, evil is always more scary than over-the-top obvious evil. Quiet is more insidious like real evil would be. I agree. Absolutely. But, you know, so obviously Rambo has to go in, just so we can get further along in this, he has to go in and um, help, you know, save these peacekeepers. And this is when we get the mercenary scene in there, kill. And these guys... Jeez, man! Especially your boy there, Lewis, right in the front, played by Graham Graham McTavish, who, who's a, who's a really good uh, character actor. But he had some some scenes, man. I was just like, this guy—he's either gonna get his, his ass kicked or something. But it didn't play out the way you would have thought. You know what I mean? But I thought mm-hmm. these mercenaries—it um, it was an interesting little group. I mean, it's not that they had a lot of uh, screen time to build up their character, but just for what they were given, you know, it was kind of like, wow, these guys—they do seem like they're gonna, you know, play the part of badasses. You know what I mean? What were you thinking about a kill? Well, for one, I want to I want to just point out something with Sly. I see you, Sly. It's I know you've watched Enter the Dragon because you wanted to take him on a boat. <laughs> and get him, get him on a, a boat, like and have him, like you know, because that was like, what's your style? <laughs> you know, like I'm sorry, I you know, I'm watching this. I'm like, I've seen this before, but no. Right. Um, once again, you know, like we were just talking about, like true evil doesn't have to be very boisterous. Yes. A person with a certain set of skills, a person who has seen has seen war, they don't have to, you know, to speak their resume to you. And yes. I, I, I love how, you know, John Mambo is just staring the boat and he's just looking, you know, he's just like, yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and this kind of reminds me of scenes 
from the last movie where his kind of liaison in the Middle East was like, my friend, you have never fired a gun. I can tell. Right. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> right. you know, and, you know, so essentially you have these mercenaries. They're all there for whatever their particular reasons are. But mainly right. they're all there for a payday. And right. like you were saying, uh, Graham McTavish, his character, he's kind of the most boisterous and talkative one. So he's kind of usurping himself as the leader. Yes. Uh, 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 of all these mercenaries and you know john is just like yeah whatever man i've heard it i've seen it you know yes, i've done it <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah you know uh, and he's just like you know look you're going into a war zone this is not going to be pleasant and hopefully we can get these people out right you know, that's that's the main thing you know. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and real quick, before I get to you, Coriander, Eric was saying Julie Benz is great in the Saw franchise. Yes, that and and Eric, I'm telling you, man, and you know me, Eric. We are going to get to the Saw franchise hopefully sooner rather than later. And that was a really good entry, and she played a really good part. Good call, brother. Uh, my man, Strange Monkey's in the chat. What's up, brother? Saying, I love hey. how brutal and realistic Rambo was. I honestly think it was a fitting end to the franchise until it wasn't. Laugh out loud. True enough. <laughs> True enough. True enough. Uh, and Eric talking more about Saw 5. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And uh, But Coriander, you know, seeing the mercenaries and kind of seeing how... You know, especially Graham McTavish was trying to, you know, size up everyone and so forth. And you hadn't seen this before, but what were you thinking at this point in the movie? I just thought this guy was a big fucking joke, honestly. <laughs> uh, I, I loved when, yeah, I loved when Rambo like eventually showed him what he was really made of, and yes. he just shut the fuck up, and it was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they they went in and and pretty much were ambushed, and then Rambo comes. In. Look, man, we've seen yeah. a lot of great archers. And and Killian knows this. One of my favorite, obviously, is the classic Robin Hood. We've seen many others, but Rambo, man, <laughs> when he gets right. that bow and arrow, when he gets that bow and arrow, man, it's no joke. Kill when he had this scene, I was just like, that's some badass shit. You know what I mean? Like, what what were you yeah. thinking at that point? And but but to give credit, to give credit, to give credit to Graham McTavish, he didn't blink. So I got to give him credit. He he didn't blink because he he just knew oh, that's my ass. Like right. I, I'm saying, he 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 sees the eyes of Rambo and he's like, I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction of me blinking because you're probably gonna kill me. Yes. Uh, but what I what I will say is, it, once again, this also kind of shows his character. As you were saying, the, the, those people were being ambushed, and you know all of these guys, the mercenaries are kind of like, well, hey, that's not our payday. So we're not going to step in on this. And Rambo comes in, you know, and all these guys have all this firepower. Rambo comes in with a bow and and like eight arrows and mm -hmm. takes them all out and saves that last one for for McTavish because like he's like, well, who are you? And then, you know, what are you doing? And he's like, look, <laughs> we're going to save these people. We're not heading back to the boat. And if you say one more thing I don't like. It's curtains for you, <laughs> so that's why he didn't say much. And it was a great scene, and he also kind of took the power right there. Like, hey, I'm the leader. He did. You, yeah. you guys, you guys are gonna follow me now because you've seen what I can do. All right, right. now, 
let down just a <laughs> everybody it, step in line and to save these people and of course he had the iconic line which every movie has to have that and he, you know when he said live for nothing or, or die for something so i was like yeah man he's all right man he is all right uh crypto was saying best regards an awesome review worth staying up for thank you so much we appreciate it and we we, we hope you get enough rest and and thank you so much for hanging out with us we, we really appreciate it. and we've got big things coming up so keep an eye out crypto we're heading into october so we've got we got some cool things that we got coming up that's going to be really fun and com- community oriented so um eric was saying that scowl stallone gives rambo is the most is in this movie is truly epic. Nobody does it better. And his lines are amazing. Live for nothing or die for something. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Prometheus saying Julie Ben's voice is amazing. Yeah, man. She's she you know, I really wish that she had more more uh, roles because I think she's a really good actress. I've seen her in a lot of different types of movies, action, horror, sci-fi, thriller, you know, and she's really good. But They've got to go in and, and save uh, the, the prisoners, Coriander. And I thought this was a really cool scene. I think you were talking about that one part where they were driving the truck through and people were getting off at certain points. What what did you think yeah. about those scenes, Coriander? I thought that I thought it was great and mm-hmm. and it was smart too because yeah, you know, Rambo doesn't know the layout of this place, but he knows what to do. And yes. he knows he knows how to take charge and fucking get shit done. And yes, that's absolutely. exactly what he did. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and kill that scene when he goes in uh, to rescue Julie Benz playing Sarah, and he literally rips that guy's throat. I mean, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh you God. gotta love this guy. I mean, which, what right? were you thinking of that? What were you thinking, man? <laughs> hey, look, that guy got what he deserved because he was about right. to rape Julie Benz. Absolutely, and. John, man, don't play around with John Rambo. There like right you don't there. do those things. You don't. Yeah, you right? don't do these bad things, and you definitely don't do that. Yes. <laughs> no yeah. doubt, no doubt. But then they're pretty much on the run, and there was also that really cool scene where he basically, uh, you know, put his life. Well, he had been putting his life on the line for Julie Benz, but he basically was going to play as. Um, as the bait and said you go this way i'll go that way and he sets up that trap with the bomb and it was like shades of first blood and i was like yes and he literally he literally took out like 30 guys like that explosion because it was it was near one of those older bombs from the world war and so it literally was like a mushroom cloud that he set up i was like this guy is badass um we had seen we had seen that some of the uh, mercenaries they got hurt, especially your boy um, Graham McTavish. But I gotta admit, man, it was at this point in the movie that I actually started to to to, to kind of be with him a little bit because he didn't he didn't bitch out. You know, he was still right up mm-hmm. to the end when he when he thought he was going to get killed, he was still talking his talk. So I was like, you know what? He's earned. <laughs> He's earned the right to talk because he didn't he didn't stop when the gun was pointed right at him. So I really, really thought that that was cool. Um, Eric saying you can't forget how great Julie Benz was in Dexter. Another shining light to a dark character. Very true. Very, very true. Um, But, you know, obviously we got to talk about the finale. This is where we're going to get to the end of all this. And (laughs) 
Stallone just opens up the biggest can of whoop ass like of all time. Like, I mean, seriously, man, when he gets on the automatic, I mean, kill. Just, just, man. just tell me what. Just tell me what you're thinking, man. Well, well, you know, and I said this on the last Rambo movie. If you have a helicopter, don't, don't, don't let John get to it. If you yes. have a 50 cal automatic, <laughs> don't right? let. Rambo get it because he will open a can of whoop ass so big. Seriously, that that scene when he gets on that gun, he mows those guys down like they're roast beef. Yes, that they show limbs being blasted away, like yes. heads being shot off. This gun, it, this gun does not discriminate. Nope. <laughs> it was just taking dudes out left and right, and once again. You know, you have John Rambo saving this platoon, saving these yes. people, saving Julie Benz. Yep. And, he, you know, like Coriander said earlier, he, he is killing machine. Yeah. You know, so I, I, once again, I, the, the violence in here, it's justified violence because these guys are despicable. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. They are despicable. And hey. You, you get what you, you your boy even got in in on it the 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 religious guy who was kind of a a dick bag a little bit he was even killing someone and yeah, this and that he, like, he oh, so, so yeah you yeah so so now you have to kill someone to live hmm, yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> you know? absolutely uh coriander what about you i mean this finale like i said i don't even know how many people he killed but he killed it was more death in this movie than rambo 3 and we thought we had reached yeah. the top of that what did you what did you think of it it was great that gun he was using and blowing people up and i mean yeah it was it was great i just absolutely it was was action-packed you know yeah and i mean of course he got he got the revenge on the on the major and i was just like wow man that was just it was it was mm-hmm. it was very satisfying. Satisfying, it really, yes. really was. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we got Bobby B too in the chat. What's going on, man? Saying uh, in the house. What's up, Night Watch? Haven't seen the new Rambo, but I've been a Stallone fan all of my life. And yes, Julie Benz needs more roles. Absolutely, there's no doubt. Eric saying it wasn't just guts on the shield of that fifty caliber; it was gore and chunks of meat. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that's true. It, was, it was, man. It was. But you know, he basically did what he had to do, and he saved the day. And it was, and again, what I wanted to say, what I was talking about in uh, before our intro, they did it in a realistic way because he is older in this movie, right? So it's like it's you know they didn't have him doing all the things that he did in the first three movies. You know what I'm saying? But he was equally effective uh you know at this age you know what i'm saying like he was doing a hell of a lot he was using his brain i mean he's he's always been pretty smart in warfare but he was even more so it was just like wow it's just crazy i mean he killed a lot of damn people man he really did um and, and again credit uh to stallone directing and of course at the end you know what a nice dovetail as he heads back home uh to his father's house and kill you heard that music it's a long road and you know me i started singing it my man dan hill it's a long road uh and you know i got that on my playlist i used to play that when i was a kid i still play it now um but what a great uh theme it was a great way to end this movie and um again man credit to stallone 
directing this and and just the yeah. setup and it was writing as, it. As, yes it was equally as effective it yeah. really really was um as the other three movies it really really was yeah. i mean amen and and of course when he goes to these premieres and it's the other way around too but kill who's that with stallone who is that? <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love buddy. it. I love it. I love it how these guys they support each other now, you know, especially especially now, and they go to each other's premieres for their movies. I do love that. Uh, mm-hmm. Real quick, and we do have a couple fun facts we're going to throw to you guys as we head on out here. I'll start with the first one, Kill, and then I'll let you do the second one. But the first one we've got here for our fun facts is Stallone, the legend. Yeah, he wanted the film to be set in the midst of the most brutal, ongoing global conflict that was ignored by the public and media. Absolutely. Yeah, and and that was a, a comment that Crypto was talking about earlier. So, yeah, he's definitely very self-conscious and, and yeah. looks at these movies as a way to entertain fans, but also to make them think bring a little awareness. bit. Hope, yeah, bring man. awareness. Yes, absolutely. Um, and we'll get to our next fun fact. Here we go, Kill. The villain of villains. Yeah, the guy who played the Burmese dictator fought for the Karen rebels in real life and was afraid his family would get murdered if he took this role. Wow. He was a good villain, man. He really, really was. Yeah. He played it, He played it the right way. He really did. Uh, <laughs> number three is Kill Average. 2.59 killings per minute. Wow. <laughs> That's some crazy stuff, man. Right? <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, okay, here's number four. <laughs> that was as the hype man. James Brolin was going to play the role of Colonel Troutman, but the role was written out of the script. Yeah, and I think that was the right decision. I think it was the yeah. right decision. I mean, we love Brolin, uh, but yeah, you know, Richard Crenna. You know, rest in peace, man. Right. Uh, Let's see. We got two more. Uh, Directing the greatest slasher of all time. Yeah. The first and only Rambo film directed by Stallone. Yes, absolutely. And our last fun fact. Real injuries. First day of shooting, Stallone tore part of his quadricep running through the jungle. Wow. Yeah, you know, and again, credit to Stallone, man, because he really, all of these movies, I mean, he really put the work in physically, and it's just, the dedication is just, it's, it's unbelievable, you know, and that's why, you know, stars like him and, 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 and Arnold, they're just, they're just at the top of the heat, because they really do put in a lot of work. Uh, real quick, too, before we head on out here, just a, a last couple of uh, comments we have here, Bobby B was saying, in, oh, yeah, I already read that one. <laughs> Eric was saying, uh, in response uh, to you guys wondering about the death toll, according to IMDb, highest body count of any Rambo film, 466, and it averages 2.59 killings per minute. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bobby B saying, if you haven't already, please dedicate an episode to the difference between the dubbed Bruce Lee movies and the Hong Kong subtitled versions. You'll see they are so different. <laughs> That's that's a good one, man. I'll think about that because I love Bruce Lee movies. I really do. 
Prometheus saying Rambo was like the Punisher, who you mean my pinky ring. <laughs> he was like the Punisher. He really, really was. All right, guys. Um, and Eric's got one more comment here, too. Uh, he broke a rib falling into the tree in first blood. Yeah. Uh, might as well injure a quad running in this one. True enough. He really yeah, put the work jumping in. out of that friggin' helicopter. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's put in the work. DMC yeah, saying Rambo going full circle and coming back home to the ranch was a great ending and echoing what Troutman said he needed to do in order to fully recover. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Rusty saying great stream, guys. Great film. Absolutely. Well, guys, that's all we got for the, for the great Rambo 4. Um, this has been so much fun. We've still got one more to go in the Rambo franchise. So I hope you guys uh, will join us for that one. Um, and we will be back at 930 in about 45 minutes to we're <laughs> we thought we might have been in dark territory last week kill uh but uh, uh yeah man we're going to be talking about halloween resurrection <sighs> it's going to be a fun one guys if you can join us that'd be great for this video though please give us a like that would help support the channel we'd appreciate it but also importantly please leave us a comment in the comment section letting us know what you think about rambo 4 do you have any favorite moments or any favorite things about the character that you'd like to talk about We'll check that out, have a conversation. It should be a lot of fun. Eric, as we're heading out saying, can't wait to hear you talk about Last Blood. It's like an R rated R home alone. You'll love it, Coriander. That's oh, right. No. Nice. <laughs> DMC saying, oh shit, resurrection. That's right, man. We'll yeah, be back. Oh shit, it's at, right. We'll be back at 9.30. So we will catch you guys <laughs> in a little while. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Peace out. Rest in peace to Richard Krenna. Peace. Up, Titch.